Hi, I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 90. Three weeks too late. Episode 90's like two or three weeks a little too late, and I'm sorry for that. I almost died. No, I didn't, but I, it felt like that. <laughs> I was, I was very sick, and it wasn't that fad of a disease coming out of China. It's a fad. You know, we all we all know it's a. Remember Zika or Ebola or all of these things. There's always something that we 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 um we we over we blow out of proportion, and that's what's happening right now. Like the market dropped three thousand points last week, and it's up again this week because we blew it out of proportion. But I didn't blow my sickness out of proportion. That was a that was a major stomach flu thing, which is going around actually, and uh, that doesn't mean it's okay. That doesn't mean I'm okay. Whatever. I, I, I was I had like a fever for ten days and other things that come with that. But um I started feeling pretty good last week. Like no more fever or anything, but it just I didn't have the oomph, you know? I didn't have the energy to do this. And you know what? Doing this podcast takes energy. Cause I have to pay attention to to Twitter, to Drudge Report, to uh, all these things to, you know, so I know what's happening and so I can see the trends. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't, when you're, when you're dying, you don't want to do that. Um, but I was once in a while peeking and saving things. So some of the stuff I'm going to talk about is a little bit stale, but not really. I mean, maybe the specifics are old news but that doesn't mean it's not relevant to the grander thing I'm trying to talk about for instance in my notes um I want to talk about there's a a couple weeks ago there's a video going around and I'm I probably mentioned it in the last podcast I just didn't really play it of black Hebrew Israelites and uh white people bowing down to them and kissing their boots and um the the reason I'm bringing it up now again is because it's still it's relevant to the greater point which um which actually it's interesting what's happening right now in I don't know if you know what's happening right now in Greece but Turkey Turkey and the president they're like okay we're going to we're going to open borders and just let all these refugees and I'm saying that word very loosely these are these are mostly male uh older dudes they're not kids they're not women it's mostly men and uh so it's an invasion it's basically an invasion and turkey is facilitating the invasion in greece and the greek military and and president and the government is cracking down on it usually in the past none no one was was stopping this from happening no european country no one was stopping this 
but it seems like globalism and open borders is is at its it's it's at it's at the end it's 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 done people are people are not buying into the bullshit the ngos are pushing uh which really facilitate human trafficking which this is what it is it's human trafficking i mean it's not like these people don't have their own countries go f- stay in your country and fix it but they come over and they're they're economic invaders as well as cultural invaders and they and and but for instance right now greece has had enough and they are putting military on their borders and they are pretty much stopping this from happening or they're trying to which i haven't seen up until now now now, now it's it's changing the tides are turning and populism and nationalism are reigning supreme over globalism and open borders now the reason why this is relevant to what i was going to talk about with the black hebrew israelites and 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 this other topic i wanted to bring up which was um interesting it's an interesting example of a greater point uh is um scandinavian air had a had an ad that went viral for all the wrong reasons for them uh, a few weeks ago and it was basically i'll play it for you but it was basically saying we're not special. Everything that exists in our country and that makes our country special or that you would think makes our country special uh, was invented in other places. That's why this whole thing of cultural appropriation is pure bullshit. This is what people do. This is how humans trade. We trade ideas. But what the woke segment of the population doesn't want anymore is trading ideas and sharing uh, the the things that make every uh, all different cultures interesting and great. Some cultures are better than others, but the way to become an amazing culture and society is by taking the best from everyone and reappropriating it for uh, you know with your flair, which is what the United States is. And I mean, it's a perfect example. I mean, really, what it was. And then in the last 50 years or so or 60 years kind of has been it's been going downhill. It's been going downhill pretty pretty quickly. But this is this is what the United States was supposed to be. And this is what real other good countries kind of uh model themselves after. Now, you know who doesn't do that is um the Muslim countries or the Chinese. The Chinese. It's funny because the Chinese we thought that they the 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 way that we say, set up the trade deal with China was uh was okay we'll kind of give them everything and but they won't take advantage of us and they eventually will, be, will become a democracy like us because you know they're going to have all this money and all that but all it did was make them even more oppressive um China's a mess and, and and they steal all our intellectual property so the um the thing the thing I wanted to mention with the black Hebrew Israelites is um is there's um there's something going on with with how white people in affluent countries and especially in affluent states within those countries I mean, I'm talking about the United States and and I'm also talking about Great Britain there's a, there's something there's some there's like this white hatred the self-hatred going on and it's it's guilt for being successful 
it's weird. It's like guilt for being successful. And they think that they, that they were only successful because they took it away from someone. And that's basically how the left operates with their propaganda. You, you didn't take it from anyone. It's like, for instance, they think that the United States was built off the backs of slaves. Like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, uh, after, after the Civil War, the, the whole country was decimated. We kind of had to start over. And very few people had slaves. This is something that they don't teach us in schools. Like, it's not like every white person had a slave. You know what it was to have a slave? It was like to have a Bugatti. Bugattis are those $5 million cars. So it was like having a $5 million car. You know how many people could have a $5 million car now? Not that many people. Because even if you have $10 million, <laughs> you're not going to spend half of your money on a car. So, so no one had slaves. Very few people had slaves. And what they don't realize also is that, you know who sold the slaves to us? And we only got under 10% of them. Most of them went to Brazil and parts of the Caribbean. Blacks sold the slaves to us. It's not like we went to Africa and just took people. There was a slave trade. It's called a slave trade trade for a reason. There was a slave trade going on. But, you know, there's this uh, white guilt and white self-hatred that is so bizarre. And then you watch something like this, the black Hebrew Israelites, that um, where people are bowing down and kissing in this in this video it's like a couple oh and the black hebrew israelites have um they have donations so it's like this white dude and his girlfriend really pretty girl and they're clapping they're bow and they're they're, they're they're kissing every person. It's like 10 people. They're they're kissing their boots. It's this is this is weak behavior. So not only are are white people like this oh God, they're these 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 people have no spine. They have no more they have no more fight in their in their belly. I went to the movies yesterday with my friend. He's a famous writer, and he's gay. And I was I said something like something something is gay, and then he said, you know. He said something like, you know, my boyfriend and I laugh at the fact that straight dudes are more gay than gay people, meaning he meant it like how we mean it. You know, like when things are gay. I'll break. I'll, I'll just make it easier for you. Basically, he said straight people are fags. <laughs> gay people are gay. Straight people are fags. What do you, What do I mean by that? Is uh is that th- that there's we we don't have any sp- spine anymore, and we have been domesticated, and it's especially the the well off people. We have been domesticated. We are dogs. We are not wolves anymore. We are dogs. We we will roll on our back and and get the pats on our belly and we're happy. That's what they're doing here. They're they're bending down and kissing boot. They're, this is not figurative. They're literally doing this. 
And um, and it's funny because it's not just this one video that got a million views. It's uh, there was other videos popping up, so it's not like a couple dudes doing it. It's a bunch of people. And I, it's it, it's like a mixture of fear and guilt. It's just this is not how you're supposed to be. This is just bizarre behavior. Um, which brings me to the Norwegian Air thing. And look, I know some of this is old news. But that's what happens when you're sick and interesting things still happen. And you want to still talk about it because it's relevant to the greater point. So actually, the, they, they, they pulled this ad. And while it was on YouTube, the ratio was crazy. So it had at the time, it had 500,000 views and 5,000 upvotes and 71,000 downvotes. So people were totally shitting on this people were really angry at this and uh Reuters uh, a bunch of people wrote about it so it wasn't just like on Twitter this was actual news (laughs) not that things on Twitter aren't actual news but this is something that that the media picked up so it said Nordic Airline uh cans ad after online hate campaign yes it's the online hate campaign it's (laughs) people it's funny because the ad itself is not hateful the ad itself is not hateful um, because if you're self-deprecating, if you if you talk shit about your own culture and you're guilty about your own culture because you're good and you know you're good, but you don't want to admit that you're good and you want to give credit to shithole third world countries for weird random things um, and make an ad out of it, that is not relevant to the airline whatsoever. You go woke, you go broke. Nordic Airlines Nordic Airlines SAS removed an internet ad debunking myths about Scandinavia on Wednesday. Yeah, debunking myths. After it became the victim of an online hate campaign, particu- particularly from nationalist and right-wing groups. By the way, with shit like this, I've never been more proud to call myself a nationalist or far-right person. I don't think it's a bad thing to say you're far-right and nationalist. You're trying to preserve your culture. You're trying to... Um, you're trying to keep an identity. What's wrong about keeping an identity? You know what globalism wants? Globalism wants, you know those glass buildings in downtown, those glass skyscrapers that are 50, 60 stories high that really you take a picture of it and you can say that it's, you could say you're in Tokyo. You can say that you're in London. You can say you're anywhere. You want to do a life hack and, and, and make your Instagram a little bit more inter- interesting, go to go to your whatever your downtown is, take a picture of one of those buildings and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm in London right now. That's what globalism is. It takes away the, the identity of your country, of where you're from, where you were born, where you grew up. And what happens is, is when your identity slowly starts slipping away, you really don't feel tied to your land anymore. You don't feel tied to anything anymore, which is why I think um, religion is important for a society and national identity is important for a society. Because when you take away those things, you really could care less about your, your environment. I'll give you a little small example. When I first moved to Los Angeles fully, because I moved out here in like 2007, but for five months. So when I fully moved out here in um, 2010, um, I liked it. Uh, politics wasn't a big deal. Like, no one was really crazy about that. 
the the internet wasn't as as um as garbagey for lack of a better word as garbagey as it is now like there wasn't apps there wasn't really instagram twitter was kind of just online there wasn't really anything to really divide and conquer us. We were kind of into Obama's second. No, we were still in his first term. So the divide and conquer wasn't really happening as horribly as it is now. And you mix that with a shitty governor that doesn't care about the homeless problem, that actually perpetuates the homeless problem. You give out needles. You let them You let them run amok. You let them really take over cities. And this, the, the, your area just starts deteriorating rapidly so you have a mixture of that you have a mixture of people that are actually intolerant of other political views and and um and uh yeah and and it's like it's like when you have that in a city this is my example when you have that and it gets worse and worse and worse over the past 10 years that i've been here i i and not only that but i didn't really grow up here i feel totally disconnected from where i where i live i don't like it i don't like it anymore you know why I don't like it? Because it seems like no one else here likes it. It seems like no one else here wants it to succeed or wants it to to um, to be great. And 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 an exa- another example is I was watching um, Tucker Carlson interview Adam Carolla, and he gave a really good example he uh, of California and the problem here. He was saying that um, the only people who who uh, pay taxes now and who pay fines and who will pay anything that they're charged by the government is uh, people with money. So the government is going to only punish people with money. You know who they're not going to find or you're, they're not going to tell to go away or move their shit or move their shit off a sidewalk? Or there was a video that was going around on Twitter where homeless people in my neighborhood camped in on someone's lawn, on someone's private property, and they called the cops, and the cops are like, if you touch their stuff and you make them move, you're going to go to jail. And the reason for all of that is because we are the ones who pay when we're in trouble. And homeless people don't, and immigrants, uh, um, not immigrant, um, illegal immigrants who, who drive around here without insurance or a license or anything and don't show up to their court dates, uh, they, 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 they're impervious to the law because the, they, the government knows that they can't take money out of them. So we're living in a place that is crumbling literally before our, before our eyes. And uh, the people that have the money are the ones that are being punished constantly because we're the ones that have money. And this is the problem with big government. And this is the problem with, um, with um, a lack of political diversity is that you'll have a state like this that is ran by one side forever now. I mean, it's pretty much my whole life. And uh, and you can see it's not working, and you can see they don't care. And you can ask me, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this on purpose? Why are they, why are they pretty much pushing for the downfall of their state and uh, country? And I, I don't know. I can't, t- I can't tell you. It's, it's almost like people like those people who bow down and kiss the boots of the black Hebrew Israelites. It's almost like they have this guilt. So the people on top have their agenda, but the people who vote for the people on top are guilty and based on on false pretenses, based on a lack of knowledge, based on uh, learning and eating up what 
the school systems are teaching them. But why are the school systems doing this? I don't know. I don't know why uh, they, they're pushing for this. I saw, an, I mean, it, it, it's crazy how this is all tied together. But yesterday I saw a pretty good tweet from someone I follow. Let me pull it up quickly. So he, he, he wrote, America spends untold trillions of dollars on Cold War to defeat communism while our infrastructure and safety net increasingly de- decays. We end up becoming brown, gay, fat, and retarded anyways. Uh, many former Eastern Bloc countries are now literally better places to live than the USA. So he, what he's talking about is in the Cold War how we built up our military infrastructure and we spent, I mean, hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars on this to defeat communism. And this is the re- this was at the time the Republican way of defeating communism, but the but the reason why the Ronald Reagans and all these old Republicans are retarded is because they totally ignored the 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 communists that were embedded in our media, in our government, in our entertainment industry, in our educational educational and and uh, industry and also our universities but it was it was more than just the universities and our tech industry so so it was a terrible tactic to dismiss the intellectuals that were running amok and 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 really influencing our country from within and we're still feeling those we're still feeling the the after the shockwaves basically from that Maybe even worse now than then, because then it was more secret. Now it's out in the open. The fact that you have Bernie Sanders running for president and he's a front runner should be a little bit troubling. It's a combination. That should be troubling. It should should be troubling that people only look at the United States as a almost like a corporation and we only care about the GDP and the stock market and all that, but we don't care about the the people within our country and we don't care about protecting them and their jobs and we don't care about protecting our borders and we don't care about protecting our identity. We don't care about any of these things. And it's not to say that we should completely close the borders and not let anyone immigrate here, but we should only want the best people coming here. This is not a charity. You're competing essentially with the rest of the world. You know when they have lists... And, and they say the happiest countries in the world, the richest countries in the world, the, you know, that's a competition. And, and it's, and it's like, it's now it's been reversed. Now it's like a race to the bottom. So all the, the, the Western countries like, uh, the UK and, 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 you know, European countries like Italy and France and Germany and the United States and Canada and even Australia it's like it's like we're all kind of trying to race to the bottom we're, we all feel guilty about our culture and our success it's crazy on an individualistic level yes you can and 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 if like if you make 100 million dollars and and you don't give to charity i wouldn't give a fuck but optics wise People might be like, "Well, why isn't he? Why doesn't he give charity? That's crazy. He has all this money. He doesn't give charity. That's I think why we're the most charitable country in the world, more than any, more than anyone. And we we tend to give our own our own money, and it and it goes back to conservatives and and liberals. The the conservatives tend to give more charity than liberals because conservatives 
have been taught that, you know, we need to do things ourselves. We need to make money on our own. We need to build businesses and we need to give on our own and help on our own. And liberals tend to want the government to do it and push the government to do it. So they don't want to give up their own money, but they want to push the government to pretty much take it from you, the hard worker, and forcefully give it to shithole countries like with foreign aid, which we should completely abolish foreign aid. It's ridiculous that's a thing. So sorry for that little rant, but let me get back to the Nordic Airlines um, ad that was pulled by, you know, because of pressure from nationalist and right-wing groups. They use those words like if they're scary. I don't even think that they're scary. I'll embrace that. Wholeheartedly, I'll embrace that. So this ad. What is truly Scandinavian? Absolutely nothing. What is truly Scandinavian? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. This is for an airline. (laughs) For a Scandinavian airline, this is for them. And it's like it's like it's like um when you see ads that like for Vegas, come to Vegas. We have gambling, we have whores, we have all these things, and um and it and but it's the opposite. So for them, it's like what is Scandinavia? Nothing. We have nothing. We didn't invent anything. We have a pretty country, but we didn't build it. Nothing. Nothing we do matters. That's like the worst ad ever for for the what's it called the travel sector. I don't know, like the government makes, there's like a government travel sector. What's it called? The travel uh, administrate, no, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. So let's keep going. Nada. There is no such thing. Everything, Everything is copied. is copied. Our democracy. Credit goes to Greece. Parentally. Thank you, Switzerland. The iconic Scandinavian windmills were Persia, actually Persia invented in windmills. Persia. By the way, windmills are bullshit. They they they're kind they're worse than solar. But I mean, I guess optics wise they they seem nice and green. And we made the German bicycle a staple of our cities. <laughs> Germany made the bicycle. <laughs> it's Turkish. What? Smapple? Oh, Turkey. Dutch. What about licorice? It's Chinese. And it's so much dog here. German. Hmm? <laughs> then it gets worse. Rumor has it the oh-so-Swedish meatballs might not be as Swedish oh. as you think, but Turkish. Swedish meatballs were Even the Danish. Oh Isn't Danish. It's Austrian. And the pride of Norway, the paperclip was actually invented by an American. And while we're at it, America, thank you for taking the first steps in empowering the women's rights movement. We're no better than our Viking ancestors. A black guy said Viking ancestors. (laughs) Sorry, guy, you're not a Viking. I'm not a Viking. We take everything we like on our trips abroad, adjust it a little bit, and voila! It's a unique Scandinavian thing. Going out into the world inspires us to think big, even though we're quite small. Because every time we go beyond our borders, we add colors, innovation, 
progress. What does this have to do with an airplane? To here. Alright, I've had enough of that. You get my point. But it gets worse. Bloomberg is running for president, right? I mean, he's not going to get anywhere. He's not going to get anywhere. But Bloomberg basically did the same ad. Without immigrants, we wouldn't have. It's like, it's like all these people went to the same wokeness school. And they have no ideas, no original ideas. So Bloomberg, Trump works so hard to keep immigrants out of America. But where, where would America be without them? Things we wouldn't have if immigrants and their children... Wait, 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 this is going way too fast. The White House. <laughs> the White House. We wouldn't have the White House without immigrants. Hot dogs. Hamburgers. Blenders. Donuts. Jeans. Bridge. <laughs> Did it say bridge or bridges? The Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, Google. Kiss. Basketball. Yeah, Google was built by um, a Syrian refugee and um, his trans trans wife. Did you know that? So we Basketball. Telephones, video games, flash drives, radio, Van Halen. We wouldn't have Van Halen. Ketchup. It's going so fast, you know, because immigrants, they're just doing all these things. Apple, blow dryer, Microsoft Word, YouTube. Um, alternating current. American cheese. American cheese. We wouldn't have American cheese without immigrants. Shopping malls. God bless America. We wouldn't have the saying, God bless America. With no immigrants today, New York would lose 37% of its population. Hey, maybe that would be a good thing. Maybe maybe New York's a little too overpopulated, and, and everyone there is miserable, and they hate each other. Maybe that would be a good thing. Um, and then it says, uh, so would L.A. And Miami would miss over half its people. Okay, I, I, I'm from Miami. I live in L.A., I've been to New York. I think we'd be better off in all those places without a huge influx of immigrants. One in four Americans are immigrants. <laughs> or children of immigrants. Immigrants in the U.S. contribute hundreds of billions in federal taxes and make up 70% of the labor force. As Mayor Mike Bloomberg led the city with the biggest immigration population in the U.S., Oh, as mayor, Mike Bloomberg led. Good for him. Good for him. As president, Mike will combat hateful immigrate, immigrant rhetoric. How are you going to combat hateful immigrant rhetoric? That falls under freedom of speech. I'm pretty sure that does. How are you going to combat hateful? Like, pretty much what I'm saying right now can be construed as hateful. Am I not allowed to say this anymore under uh, President Bloomberg? And fix a broken immigration system. I've been hearing that for my whole life. Mike will get it done. Without immigrants, Americans wouldn't have hamburgers or blue jeans. Or, and Trump wouldn't have his current very temporary residence. Okay, Mike. All right, Mike. Trump's going to win again. And again, there's a difference between open borders and just letting anyone in here because they want to be here. And uh, and using white guilt as a tool to allow that to happen and allowing people who are impressive and slowly, like, trickling in so they can have time to assimilate. 
When you let in mass amounts of people, especially all from the same place at once, they create their own cities within cities, and they never assimilate. And then they end up resenting the country that has allowed them in, again, to the best country in the whole world. So what you have is a loss of identity. What you have is is uh, people not respecting the culture, not liking it, and voting against the interests of the American people, people who have a stake in, in ha- who have had a stake in this country for a long time. Um, when, if you look at the numbers, which I'm not going to pull up, and I don't have, and I don't have memorized, I'm not Ben Shapiro. When you look at the numbers, people who come here, especially from certain parts of the world, unsavory certain parts of the world, when the people come here, they First of all, besides not assimilating, when eventually they start voting, they start they vote Democrat, all of them. I mean, a huge percentage of them. You, and you can say, well, you know, people from Cuba tend to be um, Republican and tend to vote that way. You're talking about like a percent. This is why globalists want open borders. This is why people on the left, liberals, Democrats, want open borders. It's more voters for them. It's a hive mind. They all end up voting the same way. And uh, so, you know, we didn't invent anything. It's all immigrants, you guys. (laughs) And then it brings the question, if it's all these immigrants doing these things, which, which again, some of them are, but it's it's because they actually want to be here and they want to contribute. Um, Why are most of the countries they're coming from totally shithole countries and why are they just not well first of all like in syria and you look at what's happening in greece right now which is pretty much an all-out there's an all-out war happening right now like there's the military is actually trying to prevent this from happening um these are these are uh people who are abandoning their country and you'd think that they would care to try to fix it and hey maybe invent stuff for it or uh look at or, or or maybe even try to like look at the best methods of governing you know like what we're doing here and maybe freedom of speech and maybe 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 have a second amendment and uh and no and you need a warrant to enter a home maybe maybe like you know the good stuff, right? Like the good stuff that that we how how we operate. Maybe they if they 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 would just take a look and be like, oh, that that seems to be working. That's why that country is flourishing. Maybe let's do that. But they don't, <laughs> and they're encouraged to cross the border be- again because of the NGOs who traffic them and who make a shit ton of money trafficking them because they're charging all these people that you know those. You, if you look at the pictures of people on the on the boats on the rafts and stuff, those people all paid. It's not like they just ended up on a boat uh, and whoever's, you know, funding that operation is doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. Like, no, they're paying, they're each paying minimum $1,000. There's a ton of money being made doing this. Which is why the stuff like the Norwegian Air Ad and the Scandinavian, the Scandinavian, oh yeah, same thing. I'm just reading the same thing twice. And the Bloomberg ad, it's why they're all cute. Um, so, but, but what they're missing, though, 
is is the fact that it's it's not immigrants it is it's the atmosphere and ethos of america which can only be preserved with with tight borders and tight and and, and maybe a wall or something it's the it's the atmosphere and our ethos we are we're like a good incubator imagine you have a a an idea like I did with Sadwater. It just never came to fruition. And uh, I, you approach Coca-Cola, which I did. And they say, hey, that's a cool idea. But there's this company that uh, we have under us that is an incubator. And, it, and you should go with them. And, and they can nurture you and, gr- and, and help you grow. And then eventually you'll be a part of Coca-Cola. And eventually you'll, we'll buy you. Which was going to happen. It just never happened. That's what America... America is an incubator. And it can only continue being an incubator if you have tight border control and you allow people trickling in and and people who understand this country and people who who understand what makes it great. It's not great because of the logo, the flag. It's not great because of the geographically where it is. It's great because of it's great because of the laws that allow the creativity to to be nurtured and allow for new companies and new ideas and and uh f- you know free it's like it's a, it's the atmosphere freedom of speech is a very important thing and 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 we're the only country in the world that really has it so you look at all the things that make this country great that uh other countries just don't implement and it's like yo Maybe your country sucks because it's not like ours. Try maybe try to make it like ours rather than coming here by the millions without really understanding why it's good. It's not because of the weather. It's not it's not because of any of that. Think about it like this. It's the atmosphere and ethos. That's what it is. And that's what we're all missing. Tucker Carlson had there's like a minute video that is so you know what I should just delete. <laughs> I should just delete everything I said because he says it so much better. You need to understand. Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million. It's north of 22 million. 22 million. Hmm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact Hmm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four, the largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. That is the yeah. truth of our immigration debate. Period. That's it. That's that's it. I mean, it's as simple as that. If if you take your woke lenses off and you look at things a little bit more realistically, which um which I've been doing. And you can say, "Well, no, you're a hypocrite, blah blah blah. You haven't been doing it. You're on a team. You you're on a team." Sadwater, Josh, you're on a team. And the fact of the matter is, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm actually a registered independent. Uh, the only 
Republican I've ever voted for in my whole life is Trump. And it's because I don't really believe in parties. I, I definitely don't believe in the Democrats and the Republicans. I do believe in the Republicans under the Trump r- ruling, but I've never really been on a team. It's actually weird being on a team. Like, technically, I you can say I am because the guy I voted for is in office and all that, but um, growing up, I've never been on a team or anything like that. And the more I've learned, the more I've kind kind of come to respect nationalism, the military, even religion, and all of these things. But um, I uh, I don't know. I it, this is this is actually something new. So it's not like I've I've been married to this my whole life. My 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 ideas and thoughts have evolved a little bit. Like I used to be way way libertarian. And like, if it if it doesn't hurt me, then it doesn't matter. But no, it does. Abortion's a really good example. I would never have an abortion with whoever I'm with. I'd never do that. Um, when I was younger, I kind of was like meh on it because I wasn't thinking about it. But when you think about it, and when that p- starts to become part of the culture, and not in a, a niche kind of aspect, when it becomes mainstream to have one to have an abortion and when you when you when you look at human life as kind of nothing and look especially human life like from within your country as nothing because you need to feel tied to something you need to feel like we're on the the team i want to be on is the united states of america the the teams within i'm kind of like it really doesn't matter it matters more now because of how fractured everything is and how fragmented everything is and how the elites have been doing this divide and conquer thing. So you kind of are forced to be a part of a team as a way to protect yourself. But um, but really, if you kind of zoom out a little bit, I'm more interested in the United States of America. So, for instance, with abortion, I think it's a not only is it a bad look, but when you start parading it around and 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 pushing it as no big deal what you're saying is is that life itself is no big deal we within this country nothing it, n- like it's not a bit it's not it's it's um superfluous it's 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 garbage it's throwaway like what what is one life and um a good example actually is is um Another abortion was broadcast on TikTok. I mean, I, I still don't really understand what TikTok is because I'm a, I'm old, <laughs> I'm an old. But um, I I think it was the last podcast I I mentioned one. Oh, was it deleted? Oh shit, it was deleted. Yeah, the video was deleted. Damn it! I wish I saved it. But uh, it was basically another girl going and, and filming it on TikTok, going and showing her that she was getting an abortion. And it got, like, millions of views. Man, it's such a bummer. The guy who tweeted it said, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if I read this, so I don't know if it's relevant to read, but I'll read it. I don't 
so this guy wrote, I don't know when the grand experiment of freedom in America ceased being a good thing, but a society where women feel comfortable broadcasting the execution of their unborn babies is not a society that can claim a moral high ground above any other. Yeah, that's back to my point. When we start looking at life as nothing and garbage, and we're not going to really care about anything. Like, it, it's, it's, it's nihilistic. Nothing matters. And if it feels good, do it. If you want an abortion, just get it. It doesn't matter. But we've gone even further from that. We're broadcasting it on TikTok? I mean, that's crazy. Did she block me? Is that why I can't see it? Oh, <laughs> Twitter deleted it. It said this tweet violated the Twitter rules. Rare. Rare. I've I've never seen Twitter actually delete something like this. Uh, but we're teaching we're teaching generations of young girls to to get an abortion out of protest. Like it, it's it's not it's almost like they're trying to go do it. It's it's remember remember like six months ago when I was talking about how there was a trend going where people were licking ice cream and then putting it back in the grocery store and filming it. That's what that's what the abortion thing on TikTok is. You're encouraging bad behavior for clout, for views, for clicks, for comments, for follows. It's gross. It's 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 narcissistic. It's no, it's more than art. It's sociopathic. It's psychopathic. It's crazy. My body, my choice. Don't don't live your life based on slogans. That were created in boardrooms. I mean, those are slogans that were focus grouped and tested, and and uh, and then you 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 buy it. So it's crazy how this is all kind of tied together. Let millions of people in, abort your baby. Nothing matters. Country doesn't matter. Identity doesn't matter. None of this matters. Um. There was uh, some other stuff I wanted to talk about, but it already kind of seems irrelevant to the this greater point. I mean, there was a funny article of, uh, I won't read the whole thing, but fat shaming works like this is from a week ago or something, and I thought it was hilarious. It said, a uh, woman dumped by fiancé for being too fat lost 112 pounds and wins Miss Great Britain. I mean, being a hot girl in Britain is is not that huge of an accomplishment because they're mostly u- ugly there <laughs> because the Vikings killed them all and took all the hot girls. Um, but but fat shaming works. That's just a that's just a fact right there. Fat shaming works. I wanted to talk about that, but kind of irrelevant to everything else I was talking about. Yeah, go click. <laughs> she's not really. She's not pretty. She looks British. <laughs> it's really funny, but. She is skinny, and she lost 112 pounds. That's great. I commend her for that. She could have became she. You know what's funny is that that she could have became a typical uh, victim. So she could have be she could have you know went online and invented about how her misogynistic boyfriend fiance dumped her for being too fat, and she could have vented 
online, right? And she could have been 250, 300 pounds or whatever. And people would have been like, you go, girl, you're hot. Keep doing you. You do you. Again, all these all these little slogans that mean nothing. And, and, uh, she, and, and it would have made her feel better for like a split second. And she would have gotten a little bit of internet clout. You know, she would have gotten her 100,000 retweets or whatever. But at the end of the day, she would have still been fat and lonely. So she, I commend her. She flipped it. She didn't become a victim. And uh, she took matters in her own hands. And she lost all the weight and won a beauty pageant. And uh, I don't even think the guy is kicking himself. Because in his mind, like in my mind, she could have only achieved this by the fat shaming. Hence, fat shaming works. If one of you guys are fat, one of you people listening are fat, and you want to lose the weight, you can Venmo me. I don't know. Let's just say like 50 bucks a call or something, and I'll fat shame you. DM me, and we can we can sort that out. I'll fat shame you until you lose all the weight. I'll call you a piece of shit because you are. <laughs> you see, you're getting a little taste of it, and um, and you'll be better off for that. Uh, I was going to talk about Samantha B. Full Frontal, uh, her show Full Frontal, shitting on PragerU, but I don't feel like it. doesn't matter. I'm not going to do it. I was going to talk about how Jake Paul got shit. You know, maybe I should talk about that. It's so irrelevant now, but it's actually interesting if you think about it. I don't like Jake Paul. I don't. He's some YouTuber. He's an idiot. He's a dumb guy. But um, this is actually kind of interesting because it, it goes with the theme of whenever I give you guys advice or whatever, and then, then it ties into this thing about testosterone. I don't know. I like talking about that kind of stuff. You clearly know my brand already. I don't need to explain myself anymore. You know. You know what I like talking about. He got into trouble. So Jake Paul, the YouTuber guy, got into trouble on uh, Twitter. He had actually had to delete this tweet. And um, sometimes a broken clock is right twice a day. And uh, what I mean by that is a guy like Jake Paul isn't the smartest, but sometimes he'll say something smart by accident. And he wrote, Remembering, remember, anxiety is created by you. Sometimes you got to let life play out and remind yourself to be happy and that the answers will come. Chill your mind out. Go for a walk. Talk to a friend. And he got so much shit for this. But the crazy thing is he's absolutely right. Uh, all the people, all these people prescribed medication for anxiety the slightest feeling that isn't good the slightest unhappy feeling you've been programmed to 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 think that it's bad that it needs to be wiped out that you can't exp- it's like the giver they remember that book they made you read in in middle school in sixth grade where um it's like a utopian futuristic society where you don't feel pain you don't feel anything uh because feeling anything is bad so uh, they've pretty much wiped that out with science, but then one of them figures out, like, no, we got to feel these things to experience life and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's not that hard. It's like sixth grade level shit. This is not that hard to comprehend, but people were freaking out about him writing this. You're supposed to feel negative things. It makes you appreciate the better things, and it's a good filter. If you experience, ba- it's like bad relationships. You're supposed to have bad relationships to then look out for the good stuff, the good, like a good person. You go out, when you're younger, you go out with the bad boy. You go out with the guy who's abusive a little bit, maybe maybe mentally abusive and, and, and verbally abusive or something. 
And uh, then then that starts to wear off and you're like, that's not really what I want. I kind of want a mixture of a good guy and a, a little bit of an asshole, not to me, but a little bit of an asshole to everyone else to protect me. And that's what you were looking for all along. So with regards to this whole anxiety thing, Newsweek wrote an article and, and people were outraged. And I'll give you just a, a little example of, uh, and it, typically it's people with their pronouns in their bio and people who have horrible grammar. And the responses, the responses got as much, um, maybe even more, uh, activity than Jake Paul's. So I'll give you an example of the responses that he was getting an influx of. Someone wrote, uh, your tweet spread bad info about anxiety because it can it can stop people from getting help when it's needed, thinking they can just walk it off and chill. It was also a little insulting to those who deal with it. Those clowning are the ones providing good info. Just say my bad and move on. They always want an apology. They always want you to... To, to apologize and be better and delete what you said because those are harmful. The it's like it's like anxiety. The bad views are harmful and you can never be exposed to the bad views and the wrong views and the wrong opinions. You can't be exposed to those things because they can negatively affect someone. No one should ever negatively be affected by anything, especially bad views and wrong views because they can get depressed and have anxiety and then kill themselves and you Jake Paul encourage those people to be killed and by themselves you know how you you gain a thicker skin exposing yourself to things you don't like take a cold shower that's an example uh this other person so so they're saying clown and clowning because uh he wrote something else after and he deleted his tweet in response to all the people piling on. So this guy said, nobody is clowning on your tweet. Your tweet is dangerous to your young, impressionable audience. Anxiety is bad enough as it is. I mean, these first of all, all these people experiencing anxiety live in the best country in the world. The anxiety is, is from within. It is self-perpetuated. It is from themselves. It's almost like they like the attention. Look, I've had I've had a panic attack before. You know who made that panic attack happen? Me. I did. I did it to myself. <laughs> it's you know, it's like uh I can't blame it on anyone else. It was all on me. And I so I as someone who's experienced it before, and I can tell you one thing, trying to get prescription Xanax for your panic attacks is probably the worst thing you can do. Because all you're doing is dulling your emotions and ignoring the problem. And again, you don't need to go to a therapist for your so-called problem. It Again, it comes from within. The answers come from within. The problem comes from within. So his tweet goes on to say, um, Anxiety is, a, is bad enough as it is, but now you're trying to make it seem like it's our fault that we feel anxious. Yes, yes it is. And then he goes, it's just so invalidating and short-sighted. You should delete it. It's invalidating. Everything needs to be validated. Everything. We need to validate trans people. We need to pretend. We need to all pretend like they're women. The, 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 the women, the men who become women. We need to pretend. We need to validate. Because um, if not, it's dangerous and uh, insulting. So... Um, I'm not going to click on the Newsweek article, but the fact that Newsweek wrote an article about this is kind of funny. 
because it's really not news. I like I like seeing these examples though. I think it's interesting to talk about. So not everything has to be news. Not everything has to be coronavirus. A lot of things you can look at as like a little microcosm of society of like little problems that you see percolating through society. And um, there's this guy. There's a gym bro dude who I follow. And um, his name is Alexander J. A. Cortez. He he. He'll sometimes tweet things that that get people really pissed off, but he and I, I look. I like I like some of what he has to say. A lot of it is kind of self helpy, you know. But um, but he he does say some things, some interesting things. So, uh, I'm gonna read you two examples that pertain to the whole anxiety thing. And uh, it's like it's like a it's like a pattern. You look at the the people kissing the boots of the black Hebrew Israelites, and uh, that dude is clearly there with his girlfriend, the guy that was doing that. And it's like, but he's not a man. Where's his strength? Where's his spine? Where's any of it? I mean, and he looks so weak. And then they do this like awkward smile, and they have like a weird receding hairline at such a young age, and they're skinny. And it's like they have no blood flow in their body. And we're creating a, a third. We are creating a third gender. And my friend, my gay famous author friend is right. Straight men, for the most part, in big cities are fags. More more than gays. More They're, gay, they're gayer than gay. And uh, it's like they have no excuse. If you're gay, some might say you're born that way. I don't agree with that. But, okay, you're gay. You're gay, you're gay. If you're straight, you have no excuse. Be a fucking man. Like, be a strong, masculine figure. Be someone. Be be someone that sh- that black Hebrew Israelites should be afraid of and would never ask you to do that. And then you fucking do it? And then this whole thing with anxiety and perpetuating how you feel. Like, as a, it, it, dudes, dudes, listen up. We don't care how you feel. I don't care how you feel. I don't care how I feel. It doesn't matter how I feel. So this guy, he wrote um, facts. Testosterone levels have been dropping for 40 years. Testosterone is the master hormone for men that drives physical and mental health. Boom. Right there, and right then and there. There's a direct correlation, by the way, between uh, this mental health epidemic that we're experiencing in the best country in the world. And uh, testosterone levels dropping. And by the way, it has to do with what you eat. If you're not eating red meat, if you're eating mostly grains, if you're not working out, if you're living a, a sedentary lifestyle, uh, yes, your testosterone levels will drop. And yes, you're the the you're uh, you're going to be chemically imbalanced, and you're going to feel bad all the time, and you're going to feel weak, and you're going to feel like a chick. We're supposed to be the protectors. I mean, this is it can't you can't have two chicks in a relationship. <laughs> so then he goes, uh, suboptimal testosterone levels negatively and dramatically impact a man's quality of life. And then he says, um, which this is true, by the way. Go look at a tweet I wrote today on Monday the second about a writer who he wrote a stupid hit piece on. Ben Shapiro and other right-wing people like the the article was about um the article was about what's it called uh prank phone calls to conservatives with live shows 
and uh, and he called them ghouls and all that. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what this guy looks like. And to no surprise, he receding hairline, weird smile on his face, like without showing his his smile was without showing his teeth, uh, sad eyes, and a picture with a cat in his hand, and probably a fag but not gay and so on but but it, it it's it's they start to look like that you know you drastically change how you look working out and eating right thus you feel differently you feel stronger you feel you feel like you can take charge and all that so he then this so this guy he tweets you see in their faces feminized devoid of hair growth skinny fat bodies high voices soft jaw lines this isn't accidental. It's environmental and hormonal. Low testosterone men are weaker in body, spirit, and mind. Boom, there you go. That's why there's an uptick of my feelings. That's why there's an uptick of um, anxiety and depression. And all you need is that pill. And all you need is to go to a therapist. Therapy is one of the biggest scams of the past hundred years. It's such a fucking scam, especially for men. I mean, I think it may actually for both, especially for women too. I mean, I mean, because if you look at it, women have bought the, the, we can be like men and, and have the job and have all this and, and not have kids and not have a family. And then they're going to feel empty. Both sexes are totally fucked. They've totally switched roles and it's not working out for anyone. Especially for straight couples, it's it's not working out because if they buy into this dogma, they're they're doomed. They're doomed. Um, the last thing I want to talk about. So I just hit an hour. Basically, the podcast is over. But I wanted to talk about one more thing that is actually kind of interesting. Uh, that pertains to this, and it and it's uh from the past couple weeks, but it pertains to literally what I was just talking about right now. And um, I hate. I hate studies, but this is actually not a study. It's a survey. A new survey of more than 8,000 people has found that those who identify with left-wing political beliefs are more likely to have been diagnosed with a mental illness. Kind of interesting, right? This is from three weeks ago. <laughs> so this article says Ann Coulter's liberalism is a mental disorder catchphrase has become something of a cliched meme, but the data appears to support it. Uh, carried out by Slate Star Codex, the online survey collected a wealth of data from respondents about their education, demographic, lifestyle, and political views. The results show that people who occupy the farther left end of the political spectrum are more likely to have been formally diagnosed with depression, borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, disorder and schizophrenia by the way i mean it actually i don't know if this mentions it but it has to probably do with also the fact that people on the left end of the spectrum typically are nihilistic don't believe in religion god or anything like that so they are the supreme rulers of their life they are the only thing that matters they it's a form of narcissism if you think about it if they don't believe in anything higher than themselves if they don't believe in something greater than themselves um, typically what will happen is, uh, you kind of will buy the, f buy into the fact that nothing matters. Hence, you're going to be prone to depression. I mean, you look at 
look at people who participate in religion. They, they, they're a lot happier. It says, in addition, the results show that the highest percentage of respondents who admit being diagnosed with forms of mental illness also identify politically as Marxists. So basically communists. Yeah, I mean, because communism is the most oppressive form of government. You're going to feel that way if you buy into that. If you think that is the best form of government, but but on a deeper level, you 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 kind of feel like you're um, there's a huge void. Uh, you're gonna start feeling like that. In comparison, just twelve percent of conservatives say they have been diagnosed with a mental disorder. I still think that's too high. I think we buy into both sides, both pol- both both sides of the political spectrum buy into the whole therapy thing and and medication thing and just fucking work out. Stop eating like shit. Lift weights, make babies, make a family, make something bigger than yourself. Uh, while the survey is by no means scientific, it does have an in- it does give an insight into how disturbed people are more likely to be attracted to fringe left leftist beliefs. See, it reminds me of the the I think it was a study or survey or something that says people who typically go to the gym are more right wing. Actually, that was a that was that was a that was published by uh I think the Guardian. The Guardian workout fascists. <laughs> the Guardian. Uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from The Guardian 2 years ago. I'm so Oh my god, the woman who wrote it is completely uh, it's ugly. Uh do you boast about your fitness? Watch out, you're you'll unavoidably become right wing. There you go. <laughs> There's a direct correlation between all of this. It's amazing. All right, guys. Um, I still have your questions saved from three weeks ago, pre pre death, and I have risen. I have returned. I have risen. I am the second coming of Sadwater. I have risen. I have your questions still, but I will get to them on Sadcast episode ninety one, which I will be doing either Thursday or Friday, probably Friday. And I'm doing this one on Monday today because uh, it's been a while. And, and, and news is piling up. And I don't want to talk about things that are from three weeks ago, even though they still are relevant to this day. I want to I want to I want to get back in the groove of it. So probably Thursday or Friday, I will get to your questions. But for now, that is Sadcast episode 90. I am Sadwater. Here's a song. I love you. Bye. When I said it out loud, it wasn't as strong as it was in my head. I tried not to think about it. So it came back louder. Became a snob, decided not to play along, so it grew bigger.